0: Hey everyone, I'm Francesco Akira, the Nova Fireball, the new member of the United Empire. And please enjoy listening, wrestle in. Hey everyone and welcome to Wrestling's All Elite Listening Podcast where we're all in on AEW. I'm Alex, one of the co-hosts and joining me today is Libby.
1: Hiya, I'm back. I feel like it's been a really long time since since I've been here on All Elite Wrestling. You and MX have, have held down the fort quite quite bloody well, I think.
0: Yeah, it's been two months or something, hasn't it?
1: Oh jeez. Don't have a life, everyone. It's terrible. Don't 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 do things. Just record podcasts with your friends. It's much better. Sadly, we have no MX today. One day we'll get the the all the gang will be back together. One day soon, maybe, maybe for the next, <laughs> for the next pay per view, maybe for um,
0: maybe for all in.
1: Yeah, well, listen, there's gonna be a all in in Chicago is gonna be a a wild one for sure. Is there all in that's gonna be in Chicago? It will be, won't it? It's always in Chicago.
0: I would imagine so. Yeah,
1: I think so. If we've started this with an incorrect. <laughs> statement (laughs) straight off the bat that is that is a real strong way to start um yeah well before that there's other stuff but I suppose most recently we had double or nothing UMX uh UNMX did uh, a breakdown of the whole show um definitely go listen to it um a little TDLR what what were your thoughts in general if you you just had to break it down succinctly
0: i thought it was a pay-per-view of two halves um it started off well actually the the battle royale was really well done uh but it was the high point for the next two and a half hours like i thought that it really really dragged until we seen um house of black and then it was fine but i thought generally it was their weakest ever pay-per-view
1: yeah, it was quite eerie kind of watching it. I I, I don't know if you guys discussed this as well, but I thought the audience were not really into it. It really felt like, I mean, especially for the, the Adam Cole, Chris Jericho match, it was just nothing from the audience, like no boy, engagement mom. at all. I do not, to be fair. That, <laughs> one, is, that one is on them, but... It felt like, I don't know, like, the arena wasn't into the show, in a way, for quite a it, while. It
0: felt like a very different crowd to, like, we, yeah, we spoke about this on the podcast, like, um, the Double or Nothing recap, I felt like it was a really bad crowd and i think that they actually really need to change their venue for going forward because Mm. this was not an aw crowd it could just be bad sound engineering because i like true they're definitely known for that but i don't know this is a consistent theme you get aw crowds wherever you go unless you go at vegas
1: yeah i mean it's such like an iconic place in terms like double or nothing like it has to be in Las Vegas. It's kind of you know, it was the birthplace of the sort of AEW pay-per-view event of the big events. It is Double or Nothing. It's always themed around it. I can't imagine it be not being in Las Vegas. It, I think they would have to rebrand the pay-per-view it to
0: daily's place. To that's there. like actually the heart of AEW's <sighs> play. Like very true. I mean, even whilst COVID was on and they had all the doors, it had a better atmosphere than Double or Nothing.
1: Yeah, I'm, I think as an AEW fan, you do just have Daly's Place in your heart because, I mean, particularly because of the pandemic era. Like, yeah. I think it's hard to not think of Daly's Daily's Place as a big venue. But if you're it's pitching small. a pay per view, it's small. I, I don't actually know the capacity of Daly's Place. Um,
0: I mean, I can't imagine it's much lower than the, was it like 8,000 tickets that they sold for double or nothing?
1: i don't bloody know i don't have a clue um one thing that i will always ignore is the things like ticket sales and viewing numbers because they are valuable and they are important if you're warner brothers if you're me i don't care i don't don't give a shit um it's kind of
0: inescapable it's like this sort of um like omnipresent part of aw discord like you you only know if aw have done well like had a really good show if they've got a million viewers otherwise it's just not even worth watching
1: yeah and it's such like it's such ammo i feel for people who are very staunch aw supporters as well as on the other end of the scale if if you hate aw this is like you're drawn to the data because we can all have opinions but we all like to believe our opinions are correct and the most correct um and we like to think that they're based in fact and if you can find a fact to back it up then it works but again those numbers can always be skewed like you can interpret the data however you know it's
0: never data has never ever been misrepresented has it
1: yeah it's kind of like uh i mean even tony khan you know and for him it works because he's he's the business guy at the top but i do just think everyone thinks that they understand tv view figures and ticket sales way more than they do <laughs> I, mean, I don't then,
0: understand that at all i just look at dave melter's no. tweet and if he says it's good i'm like that's good like, oh okay,
1: thank you dave I, yeah
0: thanks big dave <laughs> thanks, thanks for thanks for the
1: David. tldr <laughs> oh dave <laughs> um yeah i i have to say it was a it was a weird one with double or nothing i didn't um didn't expect jamie to lose the belt obviously it makes sense now she's she's very injured um but i was really really shocked when it happened Um, Fans
0: seemed to be they looked really confused definitely i uh... I
1: mean just because i think she's like one of i mean there's been a lot of good women's title reigns but i mean just absolutely fucking fantastic match quality that that jamie hater can provide and i think because we know what we had with jamie and tony before yeah. you know the match they had for the belt previously this was a big kind of hype moment that this match is going to be really good but nobody kind of expected tony to win because that's not exactly the story they've been telling you know and you in our minds we're all like oh yeah jamie hater will be at all in with the belt they're not gonna drop her drop the belt before they go to all in
0: i uh, knew she was injured so mm. i didn't know why she was on the card because ah. people because like people shouldn't be working injured i, I started so I had this conversation earlier on, Dave rated that one and a half stars, which I thought, like, you shouldn't have rated oh it. Oh my
1: god! It was, it shouldn't out. have
0: been fucking rated. It was literally there just so that they don't have to do the uh, interim and title nonsense. And <laughs> half in In half that stars. three minutes, I actually thought that they told, like, a better story than Jericho and Cole.
1: that's That's so fucking insulting you either don't rate the match because she's injured and uh, honestly I don't think people should wrestle injured I was heartbroken that Kenny did it for so long I don't think Cody should have wrestled when he fucking tore his arm i don't think it's worth it um but i'm not a wrestler at the end of the day so whatever you know that that's just me um but like one and a half stars if that's what you think dave like just don't
0: can't you that's... can't even rate it on cage match because it was too short just don't give it a rating like how it was long just a, was the, it was how just long a, was it it was like uh three minutes three minutes 20 seconds or something like was that. it
1: really that short wow
0: they did a lot yeah. in that in that period by the way they, they told did
1: actual story They did. And they did like it was a bit rushed and a bit bodged, but they did do the callback to, you know, when all three of them came together to help um, Jamie get the belt. They kind of ran that as the outcast, which I thought made total sense. And I think it makes total sense in terms of like, you know, when Jamie won the belt she didn't win clean like even though it was like a big face moment they yeah. were still that kind of heelish faction and she didn't win clean and even though it's you know well intentioned it was jamie's time uh she didn't win clean she did need help to win um and so it makes total sense that they switched around the other way and i think when jamie comes back like to get a clean win for her i to think win she'll the belt, win it all, all out um out, do you think they're all out i wonder if they'll hold out to I don't know. Surely they
0: do it all out because like an in, an English person went in the biggest Oh oh all problem. in, all in. It's Is all that, in. Can, <laughs> Stop naming things.
1: Enough. <laughs> enough names. No more names.
0: No more names. No more names that are the same. Yeah, I think that like that'll that'll be the thing, uh Wembley. I, It'll blow I the roof off. So.
1: I think so. It's the obvious um, play
0: and I think that is usually the thing that happens with AEW like does it make sense and if it's yes it usually happens
1: it's, or it's big heel heat for Tony that would be probably more of a of a dangerous move there I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it um, but yeah. it, you know it could be a big thing I, and I did wonder if we would get Soraya um, Jamie Hater at Wembley I, I kind of wondered if that, if that would happen. Um, that could
0: happen Um, it would be a big match i thought it would be a title involved but maybe there won't be it would be a big match but like the good match is hater versus storm so hopefully that's the match sure
1: and i would love to see them run them back with 100 health Um, but i think tony i think it's really nice that tony gets to have her actual championship run now as well you know, it was very much... She never got recognised as the real champion. And she had to go out there and she had that belt. And she did a really fucking great job. And, you know, now she gets to, to have a proper reign and, and do what she's doing. And I th- actually think, like, the outcasts have really come into their own now. Like, they have. I, they've really I don't their understand
0: stride. the bullshit that they get on Twitter. They are fucking killing it. Like, it, their uh, it story's been good.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know what... I think people are just always resistant to... I don't know new factions on. They, they, you have to give things time for people to grow into things. Like yeah. you can't. It's not always going to be an instant hit. And I just always I think women's th- division will always get it get it harder. You know than I thought else. they
0: hit the ground running though. Like that mm-hmm. promo from Ruby Riot. It's Ruby fucking saw. Um, <laughs> when- <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: <laughs> many Taz on the podcast.
1: one must never forget (laughs) when Taz (laughs) sings along to the Rufy Soho music you can't sing in yeah go ahead go ahead
0: so that promo kick started it well I thought like I thought they had the ground running like they didn't they took a little bit of time to find their groove when they were doing non-speaking segments but yeah it was fine
1: I also think Soraya has really like gotten back into who she is as a wrestler. Like I really feel like she's hitting her stride as a wrestler, like from where she was with that match with Britt at the beginning, um, to like her match that she had this week on Dynamite, the mixed tag match, but we can we can get onto that. Um, I just thought her wrestling is like really flourished and this like new era of her, I think, is is coming yeah. in strength by strength. And I would love to see her as champ one day. I, I don't think Tony would be able to resist the the option of doing that. And I and I think actually it would be a really cool and interesting thing for her to do.
0: He has done what I hoped he would do when Surya joined and like yeah. given the women stories and time to develop character and like I was kind of hoping, against all evidence that had happened before that, that he was going to do this. But he, to his credit, like the, he's let Saria flourish. Well, actually, yeah. he's given Saria the opportunity to flourish. Surya has flourished herself. Um, yeah. like it, it's been really good to watch, and it's actually been, um, along with Bullet Bullet uh, Blackpool Combat Club, the best thing to watch on Dynamite in this the um, last pay per view cycle.
1: It's definitely like. It's original, you know, yeah. it's it's some of the most original stuff they've got going on. Um, I mean, there's a lot, but it, it's like you really want, you know, the elite are always going to have these fantastic things that they have that they're working on that will be to its core original. And you really want to see that for other people. You really want to see other people thrive in that way and those are areas where it happens. And, yeah, I think I think the the pay-per-view, it really, uh, it, was, it was all the second half situation um but if you if you want to hear more about that please go listen to alex's and mx's double or nothing review um enjoy it's, i'm sure it's very good um but i suppose we should move on uh what what topic do you want to go for next alex
0: that doesn't work for me brother
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh cm punk he hath returned well will return uh it's next saturday Wait, we're recording this uh not to date ourselves lol um on the second of june forgot the month for a second bear with me um this will be coming out, obviously, after today. Uh, will, is it next Saturday that uh, he returns? Is that right? The debut of Collision? Yes. Is so it...
0: you'll probably be listening to this on the 10th. So it will be next Saturday. So it's the 17th yes, of June that
1: Collision 17th. Starts. So we've got a little bit of time before he returns. There was a lot of debates about whether if they were going to run it at Daily's Place or Chicago, obviously, would have been fucking massive balls if he had gone to Chicago without CM Punk. Um, but in sort of the classic fashion in which AEW does now. um, I think it was – I can't remember what debut or something it was, but they did some sort of surprise. Um, They didn't tell anyone about it, and Warner Brothers kind of like – uh, from what I remember reading, were like no more surprises. Please tell your audiences when things are coming because we want people to watch. So they've done yeah. this weird staggered Tony Khan segment weekly, which I find quite funny. Of where they're like announcing little tidbits of like, this show is coming. This show is coming again. This show could be in this place. We'll tell you next week. The show is in this place. Guess who might be there? Oh, I'll tell you next week.
0: Campaigns. Honestly, it's no longer. So. Like advertising campaign and Cyberpunk did, it's, <laughs> like it's brutal.
1: Um, yeah, it's kind. Of, it's very funny. It definitely feels like a bit of like a, a marketing whatever. But it's so dragged out. All of this announcements and saying that CM Punk's coming back. We, I kind of knew this was all coming. Um, and fi- watching Tony on the mic every week is always funny. Um, how are you feeling about the Pepsi Man and his return? To the all elite
0: wrestling ring. I wasn't different, but I read the story earlier on that he is going to have a lot of creative input. The only advice that you can possibly give to any wrestler that's going to be working on collision is to buy a pair of blinkers so that he doesn't mistake <laughs> side eyes disrespect.
1: Yes. Yeah. Learn like, strong eye contact.
0: <laughs> yeah. So strong eye contact and only speak to him when spoken to because otherwise he clearly thinks that anything else is disrespect and you will be fucking buried
1: it's fascinating to see the journey aw has gone on in terms of how different it is now to how it was now this isn't a bad thing it is a fantastic thing that aw has grown in such a way that in my opinion, we're going to have too many hours of wrestling. I don't know how I'm going to watch all of this in a week. This is crazy. Um, but it's amazing that that this company has gotten to this point, because at the end of the day, it is an alternative place for wrestlers to be outside of WWE, outside of Japan, um, which is great. Um, do we need another show? I don't know. And when I think about what made me love AEW so much, um, that that essence is kind of gone now because it's it's a much bigger product and the roster split does just sing WWE to me um which I'm sure if you're Warner Brothers is a great pitch because yeah of course they want to be WWE like they have a lot of money (laughs) they're a very successful company um but it isn't why I watch AEW you know I don't love it because it's some big product I love it because the people in it, you know, that's why I'm there. And I find it a little strange how different it is now. Not that it's totally bad, but it's just not the same heart that it had. I'm trying to put these
0: words into an article at the moment because because AEW is fundamentally unrecognizable from what it was in 2019 yeah. uh, and 2020 and of course there are good things in there like we've got the Black, Blackpool Combat Club we've got Dan, Brian, Dan, uh, Brian Danielson kicking the shit out of people every week Wheeler Uter it's not all bad but there's a lot of bad like and uh, it's I don't know i i think maybe i use this comparison a little bit too liberally but a lot of the storytelling in the last while has reminded me a little bit of 2016 wwe oh
1: wow that's when i stopped watching (laughs) yeah
0: it's not been good like they're they're elevating feuds that have zero history to like stipulation and blood matches immediately like there's
1: because you want to care you want to give a shit because yeah. you like these people and they're put in these situations where there were just no stakes There, oh. like and you kind of either something can be stretched out where you're not really feeling it or something is a flash in the pan and it's it's there and gone the next week before you can give a shit um and you you just want to care you just want to enjoy it um and sometimes right, i do like and i hate hey, I...
0: nothing i didn't care yeah like i just yeah. didn't. and that's the first like i think maybe that like, because i some people seem to have loved that pay-per-view a lot more than i did but that was maybe because they found something to be invested in whereas yeah. for me i was like just not there for a lot of these matches because i didn't think they'd earned the stipulation or even the mm. fucking match
1: so cm punk comes back what do you see for him on collision what do you think he is going to be up to for the next coming weeks and into the canada tour which would be interesting
0: i think that whatever cm punk does on camera will be compelling viewing Mm. like i don't think that that like whatever you think about cm punk as a person you can't deny that he's a really compelling character on tv oh massively he is genuinely one of the best in the world at what he does
1: yeah i think it's it's interesting because like i want cm punk back i do like in a in a perfect like in a perfect world like a kenny omega cm punk feud sounds amazing i would love to see that um the context is just so uh, muddy now it's kind of like do i actually want to you know they're professional they'll get on but do i actually want to see people who <laughs> have had a not necessarily a real fight but like genuine problems actually get yeah. a ring i don't know if i want to put wrestlers i like through that you don't have to work real life shit out in the ring it's fake you know what i mean yes. like be informed by real emotions but i don't think you should solve real problems in the ring that's how you have backstage problems in the first place you know what i mean like it's it's not everything has to be uh, a work shoot you know what i mean
0: also a lot of the i would cut like you go back and look at some of the feuds that have been that have like had real life stuff in like uh edge and Matt hardy and stuff like that yeah I can't imagine like going to work and having to confront your immediate trauma as a particularly fun experience
1: yeah yeah exactly I, like you, I, there is no escape from the hell
0: <laughs> oh no, like and matt and nick described it as two or three of the worst months of their lives yeah so like it, people willing or critic the young bucks to work with um punk and criticizing them for not wanting to definitely put in their own interests and entertainment above the well-being of other people
1: yeah because listen those people aren't going to hang around to entertain you (laughs) if you put them in difficult situations um and i it, collision's an interesting one like when you look at the poster for collision it's all the people that have, have <laughs> like issues with other people like it's
0: compartmentalization you know, compartmentalizing punk isn't it like it's, yeah it, it's sticking all of the people that haven't given punk funny side eye all in a box so that he i guess can find new problems to create
1: uh, <laughs> what a cre- he's a creative man, you know whenever <laughs> I sure he'll listen I you do not doubt that it's interesting that you see like on the poster you've got miro andrade thunder Rosa uh three other people yes. who have had plenty of contested backstage things going on um and I don't know what kind of show that it that makes in terms of i mean that yeah very angry is that a, that's a very heel heavy show potentially it's a really
0: big far cry from when aw used to get shit for being all family wrestling yeah yeah imagine and... imagine taking shots at a work environment for being too welcoming and friendly <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. how dare you well you know that's why we have pepsi filled well, really that's, yeah um, I like so, to balance no.
0: everything out by punching the bosses
1: Yeah, I mean, I do groan at the the idea of, uh, what was it, CM, FTR. Um, uh, But I think it's inevitable. And, hey, look, I am very open-minded when it comes to wrestling. As as MX once said, you just enjoy wrestling, Libby. And I went, that's very true. I just do. Um, And I hope it's fantastic. Um, uh, You will get another muffin
0: date before long.
1: <laughs> yeah, we
0: will absolutely get another muffin gate before long. Um, God, Tony Khan is risking his company's culture to—that's
1: the biggest thing—over backwards yeah.
0: to help a person who went on live TV and essentially undermined your cre- credibility and also his company's. Like, yeah,
1: and one of the fucking top stars, like that. If somebody else did that, to CM Punk the company it would be insane and listen i don't know the guy i just f- feel like his methods are um they don't there isn't a method to the madness it's just a method and it's there not method, for it's me. narcissism um but moving on from something you know, mildly bleak uh, in a new era of AEW into something super great which is the women's division in terms of not only is Tony Storm the new champ, we had the returning Chris Statlander for Double or Nothing, definitely a highlight Double or Nothing um, straight into the for this. like yeah the, the crowd were busting for this one and so was I I was so happy to see her back, I always felt like if she was coming back, it was going to be to defeat Jade. Um, And I'm so glad that they followed through on that. And she seems like she's barely missed a beat in terms of her quality of wrestling. Yeah. Um, Her match with
0: Nyla was really good.
1: It was so good, especially when you think, I don't know if it was a pay-per-view, an episode of Dynamite, but I remember there was a title match they had when Nyla was the champion, her and Chris. And it, was quite sad to watch in terms of you could just tell these two people weren't on the same page they were very uncoordinated in terms of uh not in their wrestling or their movement or anything not that I truly know anything about that I'm just a person who doesn't wrestle um but it just didn't seem like there was a communication level there or they knew what, what each other was doing and it got a lot of hate and I remember a lot of people talking about it and I just wanted the best for those two and for the women's division at the time. Um and this match, Nyla as well, has really come into her own like I think it's outstanding both of them.
0: Like, we need more Nyla on TV, not just when somebody wins a championship and needs to beat somebody. She's got
1: she's funny, she's charismatic she's as fuck. Fucking funny. Like she is uh, like, I didn't mind her with Vicky Guerrero, but, like, I'm so glad Nyla gets to fucking speak for herself now because she's really fucking good at it. Like, that, yes. like you, she just needs a mic. She just needs a promo segment. She's charismatic. She can be the heel. Like, she's confident about who, like, who she is. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, the wrestlers I love know who they are. They, you know, and they commit to it. And that's all I want to see um, for my entertainment purposes. And Nyla has that in fucking buckets uh it and i thought this was a really great fucking match for the the first defense to come in with um it was, it was really how, how do we feel in terms of this new um you know era of the tbs title
0: i think it's good um statlander is obviously a very different wrestler to jade um, yeah but it was the right person to put on the belt because We have seen with the management of belts in the men's division that they have put on lukewarm wrestlers and it's like compromised the belt's prestige a bit. They put it on somebody who is absolutely fucking red hot and will elevate the the division just by our presence. Like, and it's the right thing to do. And it needed to be somebody in that at that level to take over from Jade but also somebody that kind of needed that yeah like because it was a 500 day title reign it needs to mean something when it
1: happens yeah exactly I I'm a big Jade fan I really like Jade I think she's actually a very good wrestler what I think has uh hurt the length of the reign is the lack of real opponents for her I hope now she's away from the title she can have real feuds and really test who she is because I think she's a fucking superstar man I think she's amazing she's got the presence she's an athlete uh, you can tell she's put the work in her wrestling that fucking pump kick is insane like I I think she's I think she's amazing and I just wish that I could have cared more towards kind of the second half of her long reign. It really just felt like it was like squash after squash, random worker person. Tyre kind of elevated it a bit, a lot more. Um, but again, I wish there w- would have been more for her to work with there. Um, what do you feel about Jade now as a competitor free of the TBS title? Um,
0: I don't know. I think she should take a little bit of time off like, and then come back, um, not necessarily as a baby face, but when um, people definitely are ready for her to to get behind her again kind of thing yeah um i don't i think there's just been a little bit of fatigue with her and uh with her title run towards the end and i don't think that that's her fault at all is, no. as you say like it's the way that the stories have been booked like they've missed quite a few things like uh her rivalry with red velvet and kira hogan yeah like, that have been actual stories but for whatever reason like tony can hate Kira Hogan despite her being fucking phenomenal oh my uh, god
1: so good so yeah she she's really so really good, really good. Like, like insanely good
0: she's been missing that there's been other than like the threat of like her inner circle turning on her which was kind of like next really that quickly was, like it's been yeah. very um, and that was quite juicy good it was it was really good because like she was doing the whole treating her friends like shit thing and we were all just waiting yeah. for them to turn on her so that they could get their get their revenge but it never really materialized and it just kind of this goes back to what you were saying earlier on you know like sometimes things are just like they just stop being on tv and there's no resolution to them yeah um, and yeah. that's kind of i think that's contributed a little bit to the fatigue that people have with jade's rivalry i don't think it's a reflection of her she's grown so much yeah. even in the last six months even in the last few months while she's been working with Taya like she's yeah. just every single time that somebody asks her to step up she does yeah
1: like, yeah um, that's that like, that's that fucking athlete brain right there it is like what more do you
0: want from her it. like I think people yeah. are still stuck in it when in the mindset of when she debuted but like oh man she said fucking 60 matches like yeah
1: yeah and, and like, she had a strong Really, like, they've
0: all been on fucking na- national tv those 60 matches that people would have had would have been done in bingo halls for a lot of people it wouldn't have fucking True, very true, like, very true. She i did do development.
1: i do think adding mark sterling to the mix with her was a fantastic idea i think it really elevated her and when he left for a while i felt like it was missing something in the mix and bringing him back again I think elevated her again and I think they should continue to work together because I think he does such a good job at being that kind of number two for her and I think obviously they'll they'll break away at some point but I think there's so much power in them working together and, and what they both bring to a good that contrast kind of to her as
0: well because she's Absolutely. really stoic and he's just a bumbling idiot yeah it's, it's perfect
1: it's yeah. perfect um and it's somewhere from from for her to you know to keep that heel feeling going you know fucking dunk on mark Stang. it's perfect um i think that has been such a good I, not a combo i would ever have thought of in the beginning and i think it's genius i'm so glad he's back around um because i think he just elevates her and and he does she and... she brings out the best in herself by working with him
0: i'm just also happy that we no longer have to see him with tony knees
1: oh god i will always have a special place in my heart for tony knees okay i I like tony knees i think i i had a special place in my heart for 205 live um r.i.p i i loved it deeply um and i
0: believe that vince mcmahon thought he was a fucking lightweight guy his arms are bigger than my goddamn legs
1: Dude's a fucking brick house. He's a fucking, I don't know. He's probably not like you in my mind, I'm like, oh, is he maybe a bit shorter? No, he's probably fucking not. It's just everyone in wrestling is really fucking tall. He's probably like six foot, but he just happens to be around people who are fucking seven not seven foot, that's me exaggerating. But you know what I mean. Um, like I don't know. It's like the wrestling style, like that he is yeah. that he's able to be that fucking like heavy and also was able to do that rest- he doesn't doesn't do the high stuff as much anymore but used to like that yeah. kind of high velocity high flying type of wrestling um and I think he's a really fucking good wrestler. I he's an outstanding I mean-
0: wrestler. It's just what he does before the ring that I <laughs> often
1: how would you how would you describe that Alex?
0: Like painful. Like <laughs> You know when, like, I remember this meme. You know when Roman Reigns used to get the um, get the mic. There was this meme that was just like Jr. saying, "Like, by God, don't do it, don't do it," and as he raises his hand to his and then speaks, he's like, "You son of a bitch."
1: Yeah. Listen, I would, I would love for to for him to be rocket strapped in some way. I would love for it to yeah. to, to all work out for him. I I can't see Tony doing that for him. But uh, I, uh, I won't tolerate in Tony Neese slander <laughs> this time and moment and place. I um, think Impact
0: would have been a better place for him. Not because I think that, like, he, like, I will defend ton- Tony Neese in the ring against any slander, but I think that. Tony is a little bit like a certain other company owner that has his faves, and his faves Mm -hmm. get pushed to the moon. And Tony Ignis, I don't think will ever be in that category.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I think someone would have to really advocate him, advocate for him, um, in that way. Which is, yeah, that's life sometimes. Well, I guess since we're talking about male wrestlers, I suppose we can talk about uh the. I guess the top male wrestler, as it should be, MJF, still champion, still holding the belt. Um, We didn't see him this week on Dynamite. Um, Might have seen him by the time this releases. Um, It's interesting to think about who could be the next opponent. We've got Forbidden Door coming up. You would expect to see the champion have a big match at Forbidden Door uh mjf notorious not new japan watcher greater khan fan only uh and then also uh all out is it it'll be all out next after that no it'll be all in and then all out um but i i'm sort of struggling to think what's next in the title scene where is your brain going right now in, in terms of what's next for mjf
0: my initial thought was adam cole but he seems to be stuck in the jericho vortex
1: Yes, it doesn't like didn't end on the pay per view. He's an old
0: man by the time that he sees light again.
1: <laughs> you know what? We've said this so many times. You get sucked into the Chris Jericho world and you can't escape. And I genuinely thought that this, this pay per view was the end of it because Adam Cole is a top player and you really need some baby faces up there. Uh, but no, they wheeled out a mixed tag match, which I don't hate. I, i'm happy to see a mixed tag it's not the mixed tag that i want in my heart the true mixed tag is you're, yeah. tagging, you're tagged in um but, but yeah to, to the,
0: the uh what do you call it uh jaw yes called the, that was hilarious jaw. Jaw. that
1: was funny which i do find uh also funny in terms of the fact that they had the mixed tags rules where you know you couldn't fight the opposite gender and yet it is not a disqualification if you just go and attack the other gender anyway um which is fine that's what i want but i was just like yeah. would this not end the match would this would this you not would be think, a DQ but no. i'm not sure i was all for it but i'm just like if i could if we can have that i want i want sarah tagged in and i want her to fucking kick adam cole in the face and i want them to do it back like i i just i want true mixed tag i'm glad i was very surprised to see this because tony khan has never been one for mixed tags he's he's said before he doesn't, yeah. doesn't think it's a good idea um, i wondered
0: what jericho was going to pull because he has a big history of doing shit that employers don't want to be seen and doing it on screen anyway
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: like the styles clash and stuff like that and vince going what was that move like that was the styles clash i fucking love it it's unbound <laughs> <laughs> and
1: God. like i wondered it, if he was going to do exists. a little
0: bit of like intergender wrestling and he did and maybe he's just habituating tony khan to the fact that you know women can wrestle men
1: yeah, I also think it's the, um, the Brit Adam drink, I was going to say poison drink the Kool-Aid. That's a bit harsh. But um, everything that's been going on with All Access and kind of, you know, we're always... Now and then we're made very aware that they're a couple and then it's sort of pretends like it they're not, which is fine. I, I personally really like them independently of each other. I think Brit's really well established herself and so is Adam. I don't mind them together. I um
0: it's okay for them to be on screen though, because it wasn't like one elevating the forced. other. And actually yeah. like one of the cool things like um that I noticed was um when Adam Cole enters with people that are not on his level they like stand in front of him when he does the baby
1: mm. But
0: stood next to him as his equal yeah and like they presented them not uh, they presented each other as like top of their game rather yeah. than like and that was really cool but i, I like that and it was a it was a really subtle thing to do but
1: yeah, yeah yeah for sure for sure i think I'm not against it. There are other mixed mixed couples I'd rather see together. Like, I'd love to see a Chris, Chris Satlander and Orange. I'd love to see, like, a or Kenny Or are they Rio. together? Uh, well, they're not together, but, like, they have th- m- wrestled mixed tags before. And um, I think that, that would be a really good combo to see. Um, who else is a potential good mixed tag? Maybe, like, Shida and somebody. Maybe a Shida and Kenny as well. They used to be a be tag team. Great they have yeah. some great fucking matches if anyone ever you can find it on billy billy or something like that i think i don't know out there on the internet there is some great there's a sheeta uh produced show in ddt um that is uh has some great star wars bits in it i thoroughly encourage you to go google it um, i need to watch
0: more ddt y-
1: I recommend everybody watch some DDT. And I have just, had and a subscription
0: do. to Brassel Universe for the last fucking six months, and Is I have there only watched for
1: it you? Once. <gasps> I know,
0: like I just
1: okay. okay. Uh, anyway, uh we have anyway, wandered very
0: far from MJF.
1: We really have. Okay, so perhaps an Adam Cole. I'm really not sure who else. I really uh, like a when we think about Forbidden Door because like, that's going to be the next time. Really, that's like the elevated place for for MJF to yeah. have some sort of title match. I really don't know who who faces at Forbidden Door. It's going to um, be somebody
0: that and New Japan don't mind taking a loss.
1: I, you know, so I... it's
0: not going to be Okada. It's not
1: going to be. Okada, it's not gonna be Sonata. Um, I don't think Sonata will lose the belt, but before then, Dominion oh. on Saturday, the returning Suji will not beat him, but be a fucking great match. Um, uh, he is you know besties with Great Okan, but I can't see him linking up with like the United Empire. Um, I'm really not sure what Forbidden Door holds for him. I'm excited to see it. Um, uh, I really, I really love seeing MJF in situations with wrestlers who. Uh, you would go, no, MJF is not on their level, and then he really rises to the occasion. Every single
0: time he's in the ring nah. with somebody, he gets better and better. Like, he's a... He, people don't like it, but MJF is a great wrestler.
1: Phenomenal wrestler, yeah, and it's so easy to doubt it. And I didn't really love his, like, when he faced John Moxley, he had a bit more of, a, like, a face wrestling style, he had, like, a bit of some of the comedy punches and stuff. I was like, I don't know if I feel this for MJF, but maybe it was just because it was Starkly different to, to what we'd been seeing, um, but it's yeah, it's really hard. I guess we'll have to see what the following weeks hold. I mean, I'm sure CM Punk is maybe going to want a piece of MJF. They have a lot of history. That fucking fantastic feud. That is something I would like to see. Is is MJF CM Punk res- revisited? Um, that was amazing. That was a that was a real high point in the history. It feels of like
0: the story for MJF to get his win. Because that is yeah. like where it should go. Like he's the future of the company, and um, that's the natural story. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Maybe I could see maybe somebody like evil fighting them at Forbidden Door.
1: That is not an impossible thought, to be honest. Like New Japan have always believed in evil and the House of Torture as. Um, Frustrating as they are. They have actually become uh, a lot less frustrating recently. Um,
0: yes, they have. Um, they so they are not doing the same thing every match now, which is nice.
1: Evil's not a bad shout. Also, someone like... Um... Oh, my God. Why is my mind going blank? Um... Oh, God, no. I
0: really want him to face Night Shooter.
1: Oh, Naito. Oh, that I'd would be... be- a- that be so because he would just boil
0: MJF's piss
1: he would he actually like, would because he doesn't that's give a, a great shit shout. that's a great shout and you know what that will make New Japan fans so mad as well <laughs> I feel like they'll be like why not Naito I think that'd actually be a fantastic match <laughs> I'm somebody I uh, speak
0: to you fairly regularly and Naito's like his favorite wrestler ever and he fucking despises MJF and I feel like even that's just barbaric. through that I'm like Please just do it.
1: Please do it. Please, but, a little. Uh, Nato
0: hates US wrestling. I don't think you'll ever be on for Britain.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, there's all the uh, you know all the Lij, uh, CML, yes. AAA drama as well. So who who bloody knows there? Um, but that would be a fantastic match. I do wonder if a Shooter will come through. The people know who he is. He's relate they know he's got the relationship with John Moxley. Um, yeah. Very interesting position with mjf as your champion going into forbidden door there's a lot of sort of there's not an obvious way that
0: that goes he's been fucking killing it oh so good he carried that four pillars feud he was outstanding in that match and And you
1: know what the the fact that he has been saying less has made what he says and does way more impactful. We do not need, listen, it's not, he doesn't do a bad job of 14 minutes on the mic. Like he fills that time. He does a good job. Those acting classes, they're, making their money's worth. But it's not great. It's not fantastic. It's not motivating. It's not what you want to watch. You know, AEW is known for its bell to bell action. That's one of its, you know, appealing things compared to other, you know, commercial products or whatever. Um and so 14 minutes of MGF going on and on is not really what we want to see. Um, and him, of the
0: same shit we watched last week as well.
1: It's and it's the same, you know, like it's not a bad promo in any way. It's just nothing new. It's They're nothing out. It's nothing that stirs your heart, you know, or makes it doesn't even make you uh dislike him more. It just makes you feel a bit apathetic and like oh it have makes a me pissed. feel like
0: my time is not being respected. Yeah,
1: like there's only so and many minutes I, on this. I, well Earth. that sounds
0: like really dismissive, but when I have to listen to the same thing every week and uh the same lines being regurgitated every week. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. On. and so i
1: think him interacting with other people speaking less doing great wrestling i think it's done wonders for the for the real mjf heat you know like we've
0: also seen him do like small things like um you know when he went into jungle boy and darby allen's locker room before the tag match yeah uh, to exploit the darby allen's trust issues like that was cool. That was a real MJF moment. That was something yeah. that you used to see on like uh being the elite when he was being a shithead behind oh, Cody's back. Like yeah. that was perfect. Like it just reminded yeah. me of that like the shit where he was trying to kill Dustin with the match master sword. Like I
1: think... it's <laughs> <laughs> I um I I do think MJF is a great ensemble player. Like yes. We don't need him on the mic on his own. What we really want to see is MJF working with other people um that is so much uh more interesting to see and engages what max is really good at is that kind of intelligent heel shithead behavior that he's always playing this long game you know mjf is very patient with his plans despite being a brat um and it's really good to see it. and i fucking love the stuff he did with sammy i i that still, was, that was so good so funny it was so good and you know interestingly i think all access has done a lot of favors for sammy um uh if you watch it um, I, well,
0: I refuse to i've watched know,
1: some of it powerful. and then i sort of fell off um you know it's like any other reality show really <laughs> it's, it's It's not that different. it just has people you care about a bit more in it um but you know it's not it's not easy to put Sammy over as a face you know people he is just so hateable. there's just that thing it's about his him, face his face is so punchable, libby and I go you're not wrong bestie i i understand um but he's a i think he is a really fucking great wrestler um unbelievably Uh, talented oh you don't feel that
0: i i've been speaking about this a little bit i think the only person who's truly progressed in that pillar is four way and i think
1: yeah
0: yeah i think that that sammy arguably had the most potential when when aw started but he has been sucked into the vortex for the last Mm. four fucking years and he has been more interesting in these last six weeks than he has been in four years yeah like he needs to be a singles competitor at the moment because actually like when he was working with mgf he was really bowing he was in he was entertaining he was funny and he caught good promos actually yeah Giving him these opportunities, along with everyone else, like he shot, he did shine in this. Like I, I stand by MJF like carrying this feud because he actually kind of did. But yeah. like, Sammy grew a lot, and I want to see more from him now because like I'm stuck. You could see a little bit of what Cody's seen in him.
1: Yes. Yeah. And what yeah, Cody still sees in him, to be fair, you yeah, Cody. No. Speaking yeah. up uh, about MJF qu- quite often. Um, whenever uh, I meant, any- anybody more, else I meant more
0: like Sammy, like you know how, he's, how he had early matches with Cody. You could see him. Oh, he, like, yeah. he was putting uh, Sammy Guevara, Guevara over, seeing little glimpses of what he can be in that feud. And yeah. now I want to see more of that because actually that was quite compelling but he's not yeah there for four years
1: he's he's an incredibly reliable wrestler in the terms of you can put him in a ring and he'll have a good match like the stuff he did with like um brian was really good um like those are like they were essentially inconsequential ma- matches um but the the quality of them was fucking fantastic um so like you know, you can throw Sammy into a situation and he'll have a good match. It's just, is not yes. compelling? Um, and I think for the first time he's being compelling, And it'll be very interesting to see how it moves forward now. I almost think it's a good thing um, in terms of uh, Tyre. Congratulations to them. I'm sure they're big fans of this podcast. They listen to it every week. Congratulations, Sammy and Tyre on your baby. Um, uh, I think it's actually kind of a good thing in terms of like, you know, Tires face uh likability just tanked as soon as you know we start seeing them together on screen um and I think it'd be a good it's so true um and they were they were very dislikable they just were they just were I don't I don't I hate they
0: were disliked before they were even on fucking screen and they were just disliked because people have this bullshit parasocial relationships with people and that affected her
1: career yeah and i think i mean i think everyone always thinks you know you, you slap two people together on screen and you're instantly like them and it was like no like and um you know i don't i couldn't give a crap about really what people say on twitter but i didn't on screen it just cringed me out um and so I think it'd be a good thing for for Sammy to to do his own thing and sort of move away from that. And then hopefully, you know, when Tyre comes back, she can have a, you know a huge reaction as well. Like I think it's good that the tide is turning for them in that way. She um, was so
0: over man, like that, so like, like so that stayed. fucking entrance that she did, like where she had the Brazil flag. Yeah, she fucking loved Tyre, to- like, so good. Was- Ty Conte even, uh, Te- Tenara Mello. even, sorry. Like Ty-, people-
1: Ty Mello. I might be saying Ty, Mello? it is Ty Mello. I've been saying Ty, uh-huh. it's Ty Melo. Whoops, yeah. my bad. Like, um,
0: she was so over, she's charismatic, she's good in the ring. Every time she got in the ring, she was getting better and better. Like, and then they put her with Sammy, and I don't think we've seen her wrestle again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we've barely seen her wrestle Um yeah i hope she comes back and it's fucking awesome for her afterwards eh? it's it's interesting to watch these things change especially for sammy i think he's wanted to be a face for a while um uh, and it 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 just seemed like the impossible task but the it's it's changing um but moving on from that um we have well going in now i guess we have the elite back together the back Blackpool Combat Club very uh, on top of their game at the moment um, oh my microphone just fell um, Brian uh, Danielson filling, fulfilling the role of uh, psychopath and psychosexual psychopath now that William Regal's gone which I just I love for him uh, but Kenny Omega not at Dynamite this week and not in Canada Dominion is <laughs> tomorrow um, there's a potential Kenny Omega showing up in New Japan uh, and there's also a potential Ibushi element to perhaps consider here. Um, I don't how think do you...
0: before Forbidden Door.
1: Not Forbidden Door. Absolutely not. Um, they may sow some seeds. And I think most likely all in is going to be when we would see a code to Ibushi, potentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, but how are we feeling now? We're post uh, Double or Nothing. They're the Elite Lost the Blackpool comeback club. Um, how, how are you feeling about this now going forward?
0: I think that losing the elite losing was probably the right choice. Um, yeah, like especially if they were going to carry on the, the rivalry. Um, the story has been good, the continuation has been good. I like the elements that they've woven into it. It's a multi faceted story. Like, there, there's Kenny's betrayal from, uh, from Don Callis, there's the as you were mentioning, this the seeds that have been sown for Ibushi. Um, uh, Takeshita wore Ibushi colours in their tag match.
1: Oh, he did! He, he did. did and I was
0: like, "You little shit! I know what you're doing." It, um, was, perfect.
1: <laughs> it was so perfect. To uh, it's, it's just so really thought good. out. Also, I, uh... Matt,
0: Matt and Nick have been so so good in this.
1: I was also overjoyed to see Nick getting to speak in a promo because I always feel like people are always like, oh, Nick's at the back, like, not doing anything. Nick's, like, not reacting. And I'm like, he is. He's doing stuff. Like, he's there. He just, like it's not his time to talk and he's fine with that. And so when he yeah. does, I'm like, come on, Nick, it was so good. I remember when they were the tag champs in the Dale's place era, they got a lot of criticism for being like, oh, they're just not into it. They're just not feeling it. And it was like, no, they're just like, this is their story right now that they're, they're not into it. They're not feeling it. Um, and that maybe that wasn't for everyone but it felt really good to see like a fired up nick involved as well it's like it's yeah. exactly what i want what i want from it i'm not sure i mean i forbidden door is an interesting one in terms of what they all might do i'm sure kenny will have a singles match with will offspray at forbidden door that's going to be where that goes lance lance hunter is not going to beat will Osprey. <laughs> this weekend uh for the u.s title shot it's just not gonna happen this whole time i just wish they would just announce osprey omega already for this match it's frustrating me so much we've had a tournament anyway um <laughs> so that leaves the young bucks and hangman uh in a different position um and also there's a lot of things on the cards i think for the blackboard combat club in terms of like zach and brian i still have a match on the table is there, you know, like a Moxie Tanahashi, Moxley Okada situation? Um, Utah has some, you know, history in New Japan now, had a, had a little run in Best of Super Juniors last year. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure. I feel like we're going to be kind of waiting a little bit for this to, this might. I'm not I don't want to say simmer down because it definitely doesn't feel that way but like it doesn't definitely feels like they're not going to be running into each other really at forbidden door do you know what I mean
0: like but that's the good thing about the way that the young bucks run their stories right um things don't need to be addressed immediately yeah um and I think that maybe a lot of people find that a little bit frustrating or like everything in between is a little bit filler but it's not like this is just how they build their stories yeah yeah out of everybody who is running a story just now the young bucks and the well the, the elite will gather a story that works around forbidden door yeah um because really like in reality forbidden door is a distraction for AEW storytelling but yes. i mean i fucking loved last year but, it, but like it, yeah it is a distraction uh, but they will pull on lore from new japan and they will be woven into their rivalry with the blackpool combat club and we will probably see some mental shit at wembley
1: oh 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 for sure i i if if there is a kotobushi at wembley i will i will cry i will fall on like floods of tears uh it will it, has to it be the will surprise, be surprise, right i mean he's put it out there in the world that's the show he wants to be at it feels like you know he's wrestling again um he's wants to wrestle. This is good, like this would be the time. Uh but you know, we thought that uh about revolution one time, um, and it didn't happen. So you kind of have to sort of crush your fingers and your toes and just hope that everyone's healthy and okay. And if it's not, it's not. Um what I
0: will say though is like the crowd are um double or nothing. They were allowed for two things. They were allowed hmm. for Statlander. And when Kenny was getting beaten down, they were chanting abushi
1: who Whoa. There's been a lot I noticed as well in the um when the Roderick Strong Jericho uh no DQ match. Um and when they got to like the like catering area, um there was someone who had a sign that said where's kota and i was like my man you get me man you know what's up and he was there like for ages with the sign just following them like holding the sign up like committing to it i was like more of that please i'd like some yes, more of that thank you very kota. much to um, have to
0: bring him in because otherwise like the retrospective on this story will be this is a disappointment however good it is
1: there is there will there will, it's an inevitability like there yeah, is no matter what happens like Kenny and Ibushi will always want to wrap up this part of their story and as well as part of the elite and like the golden elite and also like Hangman and Ibushi have so much stuff to work out as well like the, their match in Ring of Honor from I think 2018, um, maybe 2017, uh, is free on YouTube to watch. It's fucking fantastic. Um, in a listen, my dream scenario is a uh, Abushi Hangman tag team. Um, I cannot imagine something greater. Some people were like, no, but I, this is what I want for me and in my heart. And I just think their their wrestling styles are incredible. Um, to put together there's so much similar about them and also that's different yeah um whether it's a a match against each other or they they team i think that would be fucking fantastic it's such a untapped part of of their history as well um like there there is so much to resolve there and whether it it happens or not i mean i can't see tony khan resisting okota ibushi being really that
0: I just can't wait for Koto Ibushi to come in and make everything worse. Because he's not gonna make anything <laughs> better.
1: <laughs> oh, it would be incredible. Um, yeah, I just I just we just have to keep everyone say a little prayer for Ibushi. Everyone put Ibushi in your thoughts, all right? Keep him healthy. Um, but on the other end of the spectrum as well, in terms of uh, people for abushi and abushi's history we have the new era of Kunosuke Takeshita paired up with the Don Callis. not a single moment of silence for Don Callis on Dynamite doing it his was promo
0: fucking beautiful
1: it was incredible i think uh it's always been that Takeshita is so over um that for him to go heel, it would have to be catatonic heat. And Don Callis has been the perfect element for this. Like, I think that they've managed this so fucking perfectly. Like, what an absolute home run to turn around all the work Takesh's put in as a face and keep that same level of reaction as a heel.
0: Don Carlos. Like, this is the name of this, the section. Don Carlos is the best in the world. Like, there is not <laughs> so a single true. manager on the planet that can equal what Don Carlos does. He, so can't good. he has to shout so that he can get through his promo because he has fucking nuclear heat. Like, he had the antithesis of CM Punk's return reaction like yeah the crowd did not shut up for CM Punk when he came back and they did not shut up when Carlos was speaking it was i haven't seen heat like that for a really long time
1: me neither like it was wonderful just that like the the way they were cutting to people in the audience like the actual like hatred on people's faces the screaming i was like this is fucking wrestling it, it makes me so, good. so happy it's so so good um and listen Takeshta is a fantastic heel if you don't know him as ddt champion he was essentially a heel he was an absolute savage champion um he can be extremely brutal in the ring um and we are in for such a fucking treat
0: i'm really (laughs) looking forward to seeing that we were speaking uh mx and i were speaking about that late on the double or nothing podcast because neither of us have seen any of his run from ddt but we do know it's kind of like this was fucking great so we're really looking forward to seeing this because He's already among the best that AEW have.
1: For and sure.
0: Now he is heel as fuck over, and he. I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do.
1: Yeah. Even just from an and,
0: entertainment perspective, like Don Callis being prick yeah. on commentary whilst he, whilst he is being brutal in the ring.
1: Oh, so good. So yeah, good. And I, I really, I'm glad. I mean, I don't think this was ever going to happen. Like, but I'm really glad they haven't just thrown. Uh, Don into the Bullet Club or Takeshita into the Bullet Club because it could work with Takesha, but it does not work with Don. Why would anyone in the Blackpool Combat Club give Don Callis five minutes Especially of time? Especially
0: Marks. Especially, especially Seems, especially seems that every time he's present, just give him nothing but daggers.
1: Yeah, like why? Like it, it just like wouldn't work. Trust me, you could throw Don Carlos in any situation, and and he's gonna fucking kill it, of course. But it just like I'm so glad that it it, it didn't go that way. Like it, it just yeah. it's just not a natural fit in any way. Like I think people thought he would might be like a regal replacement, and it's like, like yeah, he could do it, but should he do it? no it doesn't really make sense um and it was kind of a, a question in the air of like what was next because to be honest like Takeshta hasn't needed a manager but this is very much in the same way as Kenny Omega doesn't need a manager it's just textural work you know it's yeah. something else to add to it it's it's another flavor it's a sense of influence it's a relationship that's really like you know men's wrestling is all about relationships (laughs) you know like it's 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 all about where there's these like lack of elements of other things going on it really is about you know how people feel about each other um and to have two people in a mix is one kind of body just adds another you know element to it um and it's fucking great. I mean, it, to it in, like, one of Don's jackets and wearing his, like, Versace necklace as well. I think it's Versace necklace. Um, it's fucking great. Like, I lost a nephew, but I've gained a son. I was like, that is so good. It's just genius work.
0: It's He couldn't say anything, and his lines were up, like in isolation when you look when you listen to that line it's cheesy as fuck but when you listen to his delivery and the reaction that he's getting is like so amazing this as you said this is wrestling who
1: do you what do you think is next for the then in terms of where could he slot in to have a feud on the way to facing you know
0: My mind never works as the Elites does, but in my mind, I think that it'll maybe build to a match with Takeshita uh, all in, and Mm. that's where we'll, and something will happen after the match, he's going to beat down, and that's when we'll see it. That's what I would imagine will happen, but I think that, like, we'll get a little bit of uh, random ass matches at the moment Mm. with um, Takeshita establishing his heel work.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know. Maybe beat the shit out of somebody like Ricky Starks or something like that, just to like really yeah. establish like what he is at the moment. Um I think the midterm um plan will obviously be to have him wrestle Omega either all in or all out
1: yeah I mean, I wonder if it's even more long term than that because that is Maybe, such yeah. a big match um and I do think there's an abushi match in there as well. abushi. I saw somebody ask him some questions, and he's sort of kind of ragging on Takeshi to be like, well, he wasn't even that good, you know when I was there, he wasn't even the top of his class, so yeah. <laughs> obviously like you know not what he actually thinks is him doing some some working um so I think there's there's that element there as well um but speaking of ricky starks this brings us uh to the bang bang gang as they are now formally known bullet club gold don't love the name bullet club gold i gotta say i think it's fine it's
0: very fine. new japan it's fine it's
1: it's new japan but it's also just like uh, i get why they're separate. The goal. I'm just like, okay, whatever. But it's 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 Jay and Juice together and particularly Jay. So like, you know, they he's a home run kind of guy. Um that segment with Shivani
0: was amazing. <laughs> challenging just, of, just um more Chivani of Jay White being Jay White, please. Just. This is
1: what I have wanted since he's joined AW and I get why we could not go straight into this. Okay. I get why he's having uh a feud with Ricky Stark I immediately as J- um, Jay was signed I was like oh he's going to have a feud with Ricky Stark he's he's a perfect little baby face yeah. mid card uh, but higher mid card like uh, and also main event kind of guy they can throw in there um, because you know as much as There, jay could totally be rocket strapped to the top of the card it's that and there's things going on and if he's not in the title scene and he comes in and he's gonna lose to mjf or whatever because mjf is not losing that belt it's not worth doing so i feel uh like i didn't necessarily i i like ricky and jay and i like watching them wrestle but there was that element of I don't really care very much what we spoke about before. There wasn't reason to care. And now I feel like we're at a point where I care (laughs) and they've really built something now that I care about them having a feud. And I really think bringing them together, I mean, I could have FTR in the mix or not. Like I I don't really care about that. Um, But I think the way that they've actually made something now makes this so much better.
0: Yeah, it's taken a little bit of time to get going, but this Dynamite was basically like the the reset for the pay-per-view cycle, wasn't it? And it just yeah. kind of, um, it set some stories in motion. Um um, for- like we're going to get a lot more jay white on the mic which is great unfortunately it sounds like we're going to get a bit of ftr on the mic which is not so great um <laughs> mm. you know, i have to hear about his kids and uh we do
1: we uh, know a lot about dax's family we do we we're do. very intimately aware of Dax's his family um, and listen- i don't
0: give a shit about your kids
1: so like- <laughs> listen i'm glad they're healthy I'm, I'm happy for you i would like some um I believe you have other material, that's all. I believe you it can... It reminds me of you know that South
0: Park food? episode with the um, the uh, wrestling. And it's like, it he took her jibs when they're in the <laughs> wrestling ring. That's every time fucking FTR speak on the mic. Her, jibs, uh, I,
1: her I, I think that they were good heels. They were fine heels. And then when they had insane face reaction it was amazing like because of just the quality of what they were doing and breaking away getting some identity after the pinnacle bs um and then you know what i think ftr's greatest strength is their wrestling and their silence silence is really (laughs) what brings out how good their wrestling is um the lack of silence um really challenges how good their wrestling is um uh, and I think they're capable. I think they could be capable of of more. But I I really think FD- I love watching FTR wrestle. Full I stop. do and
0: I don't. Like, <laughs> we, this <laughs> yeah, this is something we ch- we chat a little bit about. And I don't think that like I think FTR raised their level to meet other teams. I don't think that they raise other people. Um, yes, yeah. And I don't think that every team tag team needs to do that. i don't think that they're the right champions to have at the moment because actually the tag division has been a little bit stagnant um we kind of need a a champion that's going to take um you know people like and this is i'm not shitting on the acclaimed but take the acclaimed and have like you know banger matches like they did against uh swerve and lee like Mm,
1: yeah
0: teams that can always get the crowd going and i actually don't think that's ftr at the moment but I it's think that's not. Jay White and Juice, and I never thought I would say that about Juice.
1: Yeah, listen, I have not, I've not been sold on Rock Hard Juice Robinson. Uh, from the moment it started Um, and baby I'm on board now I he's found the right level it was just like listen I love stupid I want goofy I want ridiculous I like the balance of that with the serious elements of wrestling and I think the most talented wrestlers can do both interchangeably yeah. right Um, but it was just too much for me for Juice I was like I was laughing and like screaming at how stupid it was what he was doing. Um, And he wasn't really starving like great matches. I mean, his, I remember his match with Mox quite a while ago, just before he was signed. Um, It was like, it was a really weird match. Like they weren't on the same page. It didn't, didn't quite work. It felt really strange. Um, and I really found, feel like Juice has found the right level of stupid now. Like, like it, he's got uh, it's a good act-
0: file though. Like Jay White yeah. can sell anything. Like, that um, is so true. To, so, like having Jay's presence next to him kind of like puts a bam over the like level of stupidity. And it's I don't know, almost like a straight man, but he's not because he Jay White's doing stupid shit as well. Yeah. But it, there it's I don't know. There's intensity to what this. Jay does.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um and I, I just really feel like uh, Juice has really hit his stride about he with has. who he is now, um, and Jay is just also about to really hit his fucking stride in AEW now that he can talk. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's
0: getting to talk, but also like he's got something meaty to get S- get something into.
1: to work with. Other than I'm yeah. gonna beat you up, R- Ricky Starks. You I've know, seen a lot like, of
0: people like saying they haven't managed his debut well and stuff like that. Fuck off! Like, what do you want? Like him to go into straight and Ooh. it ch- change the yeah. four way into a five way. Way.
1: like unless jay oh, is winning that title do not put him in that top seed oh, like because it will just disrupt what jay is you know he is an like, absolute
0: star and he will be a w champion at some point exactly but, and like but you can't like you can't make no. space when you're that close to a pay-per-view
1: you can't just throw also like jay is so good he's capable of a, a fantastic feud Don't just throw him in into something, you know, like it's the same with Adam Cole. Like people, you know, people expect him to kind of be champion in a way. And it's like, no, do not just throw him into the top. He's the kind of talent you need to have a a feud with because he's special. You don't want to waste that. You don't want to waste that time um and you know there is so much there for jay to work with there's so much listen we need another jay nabushi match as well okay they have torrid intense history that's just absolutely fucking fantastic there's a lot of unanswered jay and and omega as well
0: well, because of that promo before forbidden door last year where he told where he was speaking about kenny omega losing the u.s championship and running away to create his own promotion yeah i mean
1: you have to remember the day that Jay won his uh, U.S. belt was also the same day that Kenny and Ibushi reunited. He was over his win was overshadowed by the Golden Lovers uh, reuniting, and it's like a it's, it's a beautiful part of Jay's history as to why these guys don't get on. It's perfect, and it's like an unanswered thing that I that I hope they get to. But I'm so excited for what Bullet, Bullet Club Gold can be and a potential elp being thrown into the mix for forbidden door elp is no longer with bullet club and he is a face and he's a fantastic face as well he was and when he was in rev pro he was a face and fantastic um uh but uh, elp is a J boy at the end of the day he loves jay and i would love to see them uh link up again for forbidden door uh, everyone should but, love
0: jay to be fair
1: it's, he's just so fucking good man he's such a he is genuinely
0: yeah. amongst the best in the world and it's like everything 100%. Uh, like in the ring on the mic whatever he's amazing yeah he Fuck carries him. himself like a star as well now aw don't actually have that many people that carry themselves in the way that jay white do does um like Omega does, Moxley does, and jay I think Michael.
1: it's like a natural ability to know who you are, to know yeah. what you bring and what you do. And Jay has that that pinned down. And I was kind of like, Will jay invent, reinvent himself for AEW? I'm not sure. And when it first came in, and the whole Bullet Club thing was still going, which is fine, but like Bullet Club is dead, man. Bullet Club's fucking dead. It died. It's rotted. It's everywhere. It's it's a listen. I love the Bullet Club, but it's a mold that's grown on every promotion all over the world. Okay, it's 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 a little mossy fungus on the side of a tree that just, if there's sunlight, it'll survive. You know, if if the if the world turns on its axis and gravity's still holding, Bullet Club will continue just to expand through the forest. Um, and that is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoyed that one, hey Alex? You like that one?
0: Yep, but it's true
1: it's so true <laughs> um uh and so i was kind of like oh the bullet club continues to inflate uh and i just you know i think jay's capable of anything um but they've stuck the landing they've definitely stuck the landing of the bullet Col- uh, club gold stuff um and i think jay's gonna evolve even more with it um we'll just see i, I bloody guess it's 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 one of the where there's the pitfalls of AEW, Jay White is definitely uh, the the good parts, the rising on the graph of, hey, this is fun. It's it's climbing. You know what I mean? And you don't
0: need to be concerned about him. Uh, he will get to the top. He will be champion. It doesn't need to be, to be immediately, but Tony Khan moved heaven and earth to sign Jay White. J- Jay White yeah. will be fucking all right. Like
1: And hey, look, uh, shout out to WWE for really tanking day two of WrestleMania. I really think that sort of solidified the pen to paper contract for Jay White. Um, yeah. <laughs> I really think that uh, that Bring really did it, it for him. Predator back. Yeah, it was it was the perfect perfect ending. <laughs> um, but I guess yeah. that's all elite listening for this episode. We covered a lot of stuff. As always, we rambled on for a very long time. Um, Alex, any
0: closing thoughts? No, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens between now and Forbidden Door. Um, always going to be excited for the pop that Okada gets when he he comes over to AEW. Oh yeah! You
1: know,
0: looking forward to pay-per-views. For the, I bu- I bought the the package for the whole all the oh, AEW pay-per-views for the rest of the year. Nice. So I'm kind of hoping that like. The next three will be a bit better than double or nothing yes
1: is all in included in that
0: uh no uh they don't know what they're doing with that yet um
1: slay love that <laughs> that's it's only a few months away that's i hard. know it's only a few months
0: <laughs> ago he said after it that they will be um streaming it they don't know where i suspect mm. that they've got they're in talks for a tv deal extension
1: well um, i mean they can't uh yeah i mean uh uk listeners uh i don't know well i don't actually watch it on itv but i i know you can watch it on itv here yeah. in the uk they show it at bumfucker clock at who knows what fucking day um so i it don't know if anyone actually... it I on iplayer at
0: like fucking four days later it'd be, it'd be yeah like four days later it's like that's also compact
1: i couldn't watch all access for ages like i just couldn't get it to work on vpns or whatever um and then I, I realized they were showing it on itv i was like huh interesting i can just watch it an itv player but i have to wait like a month um but apparently aw has very good viewing figures in the uk i'm assuming some of that comes from fight um but it would be mm-hmm. interesting to see um is would this be on broadcast television like would they put this live on itv I in feel like this is
0: something that they maybe should because mm-hmm. um, it's kind of like a cultural event in the UK. Like it's the biggest Massive. show that I'd they've say, had in okay. the UK for decades.
1: I mean, no, actually, I... sorry,
0: it's the biggest show ever in the UK for a yeah. show. Yeah.
1: Basically, I'm really not sure. Yeah, I think maybe Clash at the Castle is
0: no it's not maybe A-W- no it's not no A-W- no, no. A-W- i
1: think maybe the closest that we've had uh, to oh show. okay sorry
0: yeah As, um yeah they've aw's got a bigger gate than that and it's yeah, not even yeah, yeah. The fucking I'm,
1: I'm honestly not sure if wwe have run at wembley before or, or at what capacity um they did uh, in
0: 1992
1: whoa okay
0: damn um, they, so, yeah, it's it's been more than 30 years since the um, wow. an event has run at Wembley. Uh, I mean,
1: I know people are flying in for this. I have friends that I'm going to the yep. show with who are flying in <laughs> from different places in Europe. Like, it's, it's not just for, like, the UK. It is a place for everybody who can't get over to America to see a show. Um, and it's the first true international AEW show. Like, yes, Canada is a different country um and that it is a slog to get there but uh we have not been across oceans yet you know so this is the demand is just absolutely wild for this show um it would definitely be really interesting to see where it goes and what it means uh it feels like
0: it's something they would maybe put live on the itv player rather than or maybe on like I, i i haven't watched like live tv in yours do you still have like itv2 or whatever it is
1: there is like uh name a number there is an itv channel for okay it so probably. maybe they'll put it on
0: one of those that like shows I, live I music events and stuff
1: it's on like fucking like aw's currently shown on like itv4 or something <laughs> like it's really not i imagine a lot of the views are all catch-up views yeah. um so it needs to be on like a proper channel i, I can't mean, it's see it's more viewed
0: than wwe in the uk i know that is so, it that's yeah actually i mean there i don't know how that would hold up if wwe was on a more accessible platform yeah but, um, so it's kind of apples and oranges but it, but whenever there's been a hot promotion that's not wwe wwe has been the second most viewed motion in the uk because at one point impact was as well was number one yeah
1: i mean you also have to remember wwe ate a lot of the indies in the uk like the whole scottish scene is basically just owned by the wwe um the only one that survived
0: is icw and it's because they got into bed with wwe yeah
1: exactly so like you know wwe's presence here is was big but is also tainted <laughs> in that way um but they are going to be the i think um money in the bank is at the o2 arena in july maybe um yeah that's the so thing. they are not afraid to come I'm here not
0: sh- i'm not sure that wwe unless it was one of the big four I'm not sure that WWE would be able to do what AEW have done because WWE do have a presence here and it's actually a fairly continuous one. You can see yes. a WWE show in the UK any year.
1: Yeah, it's it's the pure absolute thirst for people yeah, it to is. actually just full on attend an AW show, it, and and in nice, and I do not mean yeah. this in a bad way, but they've preyed on that, you know, and that's oh, why yeah, they've they been have. able they've... to be to be confident about a Wembley because they're like, well, they haven't seen it, and this is the only fucking place they're this gonna see not, so They're like, gonna pay Wembley prices lightly. to get here.
0: Like the amount of research that went into this, there's like four, or, there's five big stadiums or in in London. They could have went to like Spurs toilet, and the Emirates. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: um, Stamford Bridge, or even the for free at, um, Fulham Stadium. Yeah.
1: And I mean, they've just they said they I I don't know fucking where they're gonna put these seats. But apparently, they've opened up more full seats. The pitch is only so big. It is the biggest pitch, uh, but it's only so big. So I don't know where those seats are fucking going unless they held some back. Um, they did. It's gonna be they interesting. They had like
0: two. They had like two sets of chairs going uh either side of the, the hard cam. Oh uh, yeah. And now now it's basically touching the 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 edge of the pitch.
1: Oh shit. Wow. So for people it's very... not
0: seeing this, I am making stupid hand gestures to show Yes. Them.
1: No, it's 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 pitch adjacent sized <laughs> hand yes. gestures. Um I think it's they're definitely... gonna get
0: close to eighty, actually.
1: I I think so. It's also gonna be interesting in terms of um we both have floor seats. um yes. i think i think you're closer than me um but it's gonna be interesting to see what the fuck we can see <laughs> on the floor because i've been very blessed in the aw shows i've been to i have been um like for both the revolutions i went to i think is like four rows from the ring um which was insane and it's completely down to the um my blessed friends who who can fantastic at getting tickets for shows um yeah. they don't have to do the fucking evil raffle that is by wembley tickets for any event you just have to just go and see what fucking seat you can get pop up in america you can often just choose the seats you want um but like yeah. this will this is Potentially, maybe some of the furthest I might be sat from an AW reef I've ever had.
0: This is the furthest back from any wrestling show I've been, but I am only like, I think, like 12 rows from the front.
1: Oh wow. Okay, so I th- I don't know how many rows I I am from the front, but I I'm curious to see how well we're going to see on the pitch and how well people that far back are going to be able to see on the pitch because there's only two screens two screens at Wembley, um like one either side either end of the pitch. Um, I don't know if, you if you they'll have the, a little if you look dangly at the way screen. that the
0: um the seat layout is so like the square around the ring. There's like squares at either side for pillars. Mm. so i imagine they'll have like the usual massive um scaffolding that goes up um, yes
1: yeah and there will be screens by the the entrances um
0: uh, and there'll be the four screens that like so people can watch around it because that will be what the the squares are that there are no lot that there are no seats there for. so i'd imagine they'll be good but also have you been to wembley
1: yes yeah i've been a couple times
0: so, like it's pretty like this the pitch is big but like the it's actually like not difficult to see like the pitches because it's so vertical
1: yes i mean if you are if you have seats uh, that are not on the pitch, you will have a view. They have really yeah. great, great seats in Wembley. Uh, you will fear for your life as you go up and down the steps, um, like no doubt, uh, especially if you've had a tipple or two. Um, but um, you <laughs> Always will be forget able to see. you're allowed
0: to drink in stadiums in
1: England. Now, I made this mistake recently at a football game. I, I think I don't know if they'll class this as a sporting event, but in the UK, you cannot drink in the seats at a sporting event you can drink at the bar you can drink anywhere else in the stadium but you cannot take a drink to your seat i do not know if this will be the same for uh all in i don't know if they class this as a sporting event or if it's an entertainment event so i'm not sure if people will be drinking in their seats or not for this show um and i've
0: for the ftr (laughs) yeah um
1: made the mistake I went to the women's finalissima, in <laughs> England in Brazil bought a wine I just completely didn't realize I don't know how I've never realized I've been to sporting events before um went to Walker with my wine and they were like nope and I was like what and they're like can't take that and I was like I guess I'm downing a fucking half pint of wine then this is who I am <laughs> this moment um which i do not want to do for all in because it's a very it's going to be a very long show um yes, I so stay hydrated for that show um but yeah uh it, it, it's going to be very interesting we said we were going to wrap up and then we rambled on for another 10 minutes so alex yep. please take us out
0: yeah thanks for listening to all the listening um please check out our podcasts on the wrestling network um, on the Indies. See, I remember this time, Amex. Well done, Tokyo well Joshi then. Freedom Fighters into the Wrestleverse, Flight of Five, New Japan, and the Ocean Cyclone Show, and simply search wrestling wherever you listen to, our, to your podcasts. And, and ChocoCast, newly,
1: newly debuted. Did you say ChocoCast? There's ChocoCast as well. <laughs> the pause! Uh... <laughs> also listen to Chucka cast uh and i'm also i'm not a Chucka cast but i was here today and i had a great time i hope you had a great time listening to i broke alex I think I break alex
0: one of the times i'm gonna get the actual correct <laughs> uh,
1: listen if you're still listening what's up how you doing thanks for listening Whether well for making it to the, the outro for us to botch it we love Every you week. thanks for listening each each time um, Anything else, Alex? (laughs) Nope. Bye. (laughs) Bye!